Chavetz Chaim Yoimi, and we are up to the end of Klal Vav, and we like to go through the summary of the Klal before we move on to the next Klal, so we'll take one day to, to do this as well. Um, the summary of what we're talking about Klal Vav is about being Mechabal Lashon Hara, what, it, it's not it's not mutter to be mukavel and har. It's us to be mukavel and har. But there are certain times when it is mutter. It is certain times when it is um, a requirement. And and um, let's talk about it. It's forbidden to listen to lashon hara even without intending to believe it. It is forbidden to believe lashon hara if a, it's forbidden to believe lashon hara if a listener demonstrates that he agrees with the lashon hara. Two different things. Let's do this again. It is forbidden to believe Lashon Hara. If a listener demonstrates that he agrees with the Lashon Hara, he is guilty of both speaking and listening to Lashon Hara. In other words, he's somehow or another encouraging the person to speak. If a listener knew of the event that the of an event that could be construed positively or negatively, and the speaker is now inter- interpreting it negatively, the listener is guilty of accepting Lashon Hara, being Hara, by listening to the negative interpretation. If a listener, if, if sorry, if a Lashon, if Lashon Hara is spoken in someone's presence, he must, now he has two, he has three different options of what he must do. He must try to stop the, com- um, the conversation by reprimanding the speaker, give him musr, walk away or play his fing- place his fingers on his ears. Or the third is resolve not to believe the Lashon Hara, not to derive pleasure from it, and not to show any signs of agreement. If possible, he instead should show displeasure. If the, the above applies only when he joined the conversation, when at the time that he joined the conversation, the Lashon Hara had not yet started, and there was no grounds to suspect that it would ensue. In other words, that it would be Lashon Hara that would be said here. But if it had started, or predictably would start, and he joined the conversation nonetheless, he is in violation of listening to Lashon Hara. If someone approaches, if someone is approached by his fellows who wishes to tell him negative information, he should immediately ask him whether or not the information is relevant to him. In other words, so to know whether or not he should, he should allow him to continue and to be macabre or to be suspecting at least. If while taking part in the conversation, if while taking part in the conversation, it seems that the topic is about to turn toward Lashon Hara, one may continue to listen only if, one, he believes that the topic pertains to protecting his own or someone else's rights or well-being. He, in, he intends on reproving the, su- the subject for his wrongdoing. You know, he's going to tell the person who we're to- they're talking about Musr for doing something wrong or plans on calming the speaker down either by justifying the subject's action or simply by hearing him out so he will not continue to speak Lashon Hara to others. Although one may listen to Lashon Hara, to, to negative information under these circumstances, he may not believe the information that the information is fact. He may merely suspect that it might be fact for the sake of affecting the toelas, right? as we said before, these kinds of toelas that he's able to do. He is still obligated to extend to the subject any kindness that the Torah obligates, whether it be charity or a loan. He certainly may not harm him in any way. It is forbidden to accept Lashon Hara as fact or to consider 
the subject of the Lashon Hara as anything less than a proper Jew. Even if the report was, single, were, was heard from a single witness in Bezdin or two witnesses outside of Bezdin. One who repents for the sin of Lashon Hara, one repents for the sin of Lashon Hara, how? By A, stopping to believe what he heard, accepting upon himself not to listen to Lashon Hara again, and confessing his transgression. He need to ask forgiveness from the one about whom the Lashon Hara was spoken. He need not ask forgiveness from the one about whom the Lashon Hara was spoken if no harm resulted. In other words, if nothing, no harmful things happened to the person who the Lashon Hara was spoken about, he doesn't have to ask for forgiveness from the person. He still has to do teshuva and vidui to Hashem. Yashukayach and have a great day.